Hey guys, Lance Erline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Who says purse snatcher? Oh, oh, no. I don't want John to know. I don't want Dell to know. We used to go out and pour champagne on our own heads. Before Yoko Swifto got there. Yoko Swifto. Yoko Swifto. Yoko Swifto. Yoko Swifto. You're blaming Taylor Swift? From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. A friend in need, a friend indeed. A friend with weed is better. Yoko Swifto. A friend with breasts and all the rest. Friend who's dressed in leather. Yoko Swifto. Friend in need, a friend indeed. A friend who teases better. Yoko Swifto. Our thoughts compressed, which makes us blessed and makes for stormy weather. Yoko Swifto. Yoko Swifto. A reminder: Yoko we're going to be at East River Nine tomorrow, broadcasting all day long. We want Yoko you to come Swifto. on by and uh, check out the course. If you've never played it before, it's really cool, really neat. Uh, just bring seven iron and less. And come on up. You just need a small bag. You don't need to. Uh, and it's a small bag out of the pocket, too. It's very affordable. So good stuff. Good stuff. Come on by. Tonight at Wildcat, from 6 till 10, big party. The Touchdown Club is throwing a party uh, for the big game coming up on Monday. Big football party. Yeah. Um, Gary Patterson, I just found out, is not going to be able to be there. But Rich O'Toole is going to be playing. Uh, providing the entertainment for those of you who don't. Rich is a uh, listener of the show, and uh, he is going to be playing out there, so that'll, that's going to be fun. But there's going to be other football guys. I heard uh, um, Rick Neuheisel. As a matter of fact, I was sitting next to Big Daddy yesterday when Rick Neuheisel called him and said he wanted to be a part of it. So that's cool. Good good, good stuff. So come on out to Wildcat Golf to, Club tonight. We need to get a list of all the things. I had this asked of me yesterday. What are all the events that are going on surrounding it? You know how the March Madness will have different events. What are the events going on this weekend and maybe Monday ahead of uh, ahead of the? Uh, is there a place that you know of where we can get that information? I don't know. You got to have that for a national championship, right? There's got to be. Yeah, I don't um, know that it's nearly is or is there something Super over the Bowl weekend? Or, I don't know. I don't. I, I haven't heard anything. I can tell you the Sugar Bowl had. Now this is before the game, but they had Championship Square. Where a lot of stuff was going on, I mean, it was packed with Longhorns and and Husky fans. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's day of the game, but is there anything over the weekend, or is that not considered a thing? I know that Joe George is working on getting in studio for the Killer Bees. Um, he's working on getting some of the ESPN talent in studio, and we should try to do that because well, we, is on Josh, Monday, Josh Monday is stopping morning, by, isn't he? Josh Pate. Well, we need to. We need to set that yeah, up. Yeah, need to set that up. We need to set that up. Yeah, we need Josh Pate to stop on by and hang out with us, whether it be it tomorrow. Is he coming in town tomorrow, or is he going to come in on Monday morning? We have yeah. him on. Probably but, not tomorrow. Why would you stay here over the weekend? It's more expenses. Well, but where does he live? I think in this Tennessee, is a much better place maybe to Nashville, be. something like that. This is a much better place to be than wherever he is. And in his own home? Yeah. yeah. I think he's going to choose you home. Think, but, on, is that no, how but, you but, operate? You know, there are all kinds of... Press conferences and stuff that that he probably well, maybe would he like gets to be here on, maybe gets here on Saturday. Well, 
Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's true. He may want to be around press yeah, conferences, absolutely. but I don't but, think teams are getting here. What, when are teams getting here? Um, I just need to check my media's information. Yeah, the, I'm on it's only this is has this is this shortest time between title game and um and semifinal only a week? Is it usually no, it's always is a it, week? It's, it's always usually the more than, after the well, right? It's, it's usually, usually more than eight than nine days. Yeah, right, right. right. No, you're. That, is it really? Yeah, yeah. It's usually more than just seven days. Well, that's plenty of time to get ready. Well, I'm just talking about as far as when teams get in and all that other stuff. Um, so they may treat it like normally they get here days before because they have extra time. They may just tr- get here like the normal game day, right? Like uh, during the year? The year, the day they before? Get, no, they'll have to come in before that. Yeah, they'll, they'll have to come in before I that. I think so. But Yeah, you would think so. Why would they have to come in before that? I don't know. You just need what's, to go. What's the difference? You just get here... Go to your hotel, have a walkthrough, and then the game's the next day. Uh, because you got all kinds of media obligations. Okay. You want to you want to. That's what I, so I'm asking because yeah. normally you have extra days for that. Well, stuff. Well, that's easy to find out when the teams are coming in. But you know, as opposed to that, we'll just talk about it on the air. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six is the number. Our Rockets won yesterday. Alpi with thirty and eight. Cam Whitmore came in. I think he's a story. I really do. I think that. You know, him getting minutes and him, every time he's in the game, it seems like he's, you know, he's knocking down shots. It just is, uh, the dude can just flat out shoot. And that's something that this this Rockets team really needs. His uh, his game log is we're, we're Cam Whitmore. Here's what Cam Whitmore has done in his last few games here. Uh, against Brooklyn, he was four of seven. Okay, three for five from three. Against in eight minutes, in eight minutes against Detroit, four for five from the field, one for one uh, and three point against Phoenix in 18 minutes, four for seven from the field, three for four from three. Uh, he was six of 12 against Dallas, the win against Dallas. So he didn't shoot well from three, one for six. But every time he's in the game, mm-hmm. at the, the moment's not, it's just not too big for him. Not at all. No, uh, I really like that. And I'm telling you, the organization was thrilled, thrilled that he was there at, I forget, 21, 22, whenever they got him. When he was sitting there, they thought for sure he was going to go, and he was going to go right before them, and he was sitting there, and they were thrilled that he was there. They thought he was a top-five player in this draft. And here he well, is sitting he was, at 20. Talent-wise. Yeah. And... Uh, I just know this. There's an efficiency about his scoring. There is a talent as to him as a shooter that's just better than than what you have with Jalen Green. So I talk about this. Who the Rockets were when Ime Udoka took over, let's face it, he brought in two high-priced veterans in Dylan Brooks and, and Fred Van Vliet. I would say both of them have lived up to the hype up to this point. Forget the numbers that they got paid. Have they been good players for you or not? The answer is yes. They've both been good players for you. I think you've gotten at least – Everything you expected, if not more. Alperin Shingun is a young player who is becoming really your go-to player. He's your go-to, his go-to score and post player. But I mean, a lot of still Fred Van Fleet's still getting a lot of looks and a lot of points. Um, I think what's happening is Ime took over roster change, attitude change, offensive scheme change, defensive accountability change, veterans on the roster like Jeff Green. Where does Tari Eason fit in with Jabari Smith this year? Um, 
How do we make this work in the fourth quarter? Who's going to be playing? Who's not? Uh, do we work this rookie in? Oh, wait, Amen Thompson's out. He's been hurt, but then he comes back in the middle of the year. This has been a fluid, a very fluid organization, fluid decision-making, fluid. Uh, it's not static at all. You don't know who's going to be in in the fourth quarters of games. You don't know what the rotation will look like from game to game. You have an idea, but it can change. And I think this this Rocket team, which is what you need to do, who are they right now? Well, who they are right now is, okay, this is a Fred Van Vliet team with, with Alper and Shingoon as the well-known post player. Like, you have a dominant low post player who can step out, square guys up. He's a skilled post player in Alperin who is capable of putting up big numbers. Then you have Fred Van Vliet, who's your team leader, who is going to be one of the top scorers on your team. Jalen, you're trying to figure out. Dylan Brooks has a set role. Fred Van Vliet's role has developed. Shingoon has a role that's very developed. Jabari Smith is able to fit in, get in where he fits in for the most part. You don't have to really work too hard to get him acclimated. And it's really what we're talking about now, Cam Whitmore. All of a sudden, Cam Whitmore has done nothing for the whole year until the last you know, week, week and a half. Now, well, how, what's fluid again? How are we fitting Cam Whitmore? Right. Cam Whitmore. But my point is, nothing is etched in stone for the Rockets. Not even from game to game in the fourth quarter, you don't know who's going to be in. And so it's a true meritocracy as, as people are playing themselves into minutes, out of minutes, into certain positions. But one thing we do know is I think everyone knows what their role, generally speaking, is. It's a question of how do you fit into that role. And I think that in a completely dispassionate, objective way, Jalen Green is a creator. He needs to be off the dribble. He's not going to be an efficient shooter uh, from distance. But what he is is an explosive player off the dribble. So how do you get those guys involved? Well, he's got to get going to the hole. What's the best way for him to do that? Well, you can do it off the cut, breaking toward the basket, or you put the ball in his hands and you let him make moves and get past this guy. That's not really the offense that Emei's running. So unless Jalen Green wants to be an explosive six-man scorer in the future, I think his future is going to be somewhere else because I just don't – Cam Whitmore shoots the ball too well from distance. Amen Thompson can play – a one-two role. Now, keep in mind, Fred Van Vliet has a two-year contract. Right now, I mean, $40 million Fred seemed like a lot. Boy, you'd almost you'd love to know that you have him three years now, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you love to have Fred three years now? Well, um, maybe in uh, after that next after next year, Amen's ready. Yeah, and I think and I just think what you're going to see is it, it may not be this year, but I do think Jalen Green is going to get moved because Cam Whitmore's development in the G League, frankly, and once again, I think, I think it, it needs to be said, because my, my son loves to argue with me, Mason does, about a lot of different stuff, and he asks questions about basketball. Well, why do you say that, you know, he goes, Dad, I was listening to a podcast with, um, he listens to Paul George's podcast, and Gordon Haywood said one of the best things that happened to them is when Jerry Sloan left and the Jazz weren't supposed to win, and so he learned how to be a player while they were losing. Didn't you say that's not good for the Rockets? I said, well, Mason, the difference is, I said Gordon Hayward was a three-year player at a successful program in college and was had developed a skill level. I said the Rock and there was Dennis Lindsay was in place. Quinn Schneider came in. I said the Rockets had it was mass. It was there was no accountability. You had you had Jalen Green who had never played college basketball and had limited time. Like I think that Jalen not having some college and not having structure has really hurt him because. Yeah. I don't. I just don't think he knows how to fit into structure right now. And I think he's learning, and I think he's trying. 
I'm just not sure. By the time he's ready to do it, the Rockets are going to have to make a decision on second contract. They ain't giving him. No, they're not giving him twenty five million well, plus. The question is: Is Alpi a max guy? And yes, he is. Is okay. How few? How many guys can do what he does? No, at I, the big I, I agree. I I agree, and he has taken a huge, huge step. Okay, let's talk about. There's six six uh, big men that make the West All Star team. Six. Yes, front court okay, players. Okay, one is Jokic for sure. Luca is two. Well, Luca looks well, we're like we're calling him bigs. He will. Well, six front court players. Now, Luca, I guess you can call him a guard or forward. Well, then we'll, we'll put Luca at guard. Okay. Durant. Okay. Durant Le- is two. LeBron will make the LeBron, team. LeBron, and so will the Anthony Davis. Yes. That's four. Uh-huh. Is Kawhi? That dude doesn't even want to play. The Clippers are really good. The Clippers? No, the Clippers are a good bat. No. It, but the thing is, can you put him as a, a front, backcourt? Front court. He's a forward. I know he's a forward. Does can he want to play? Can we move him? No. Okay. Can we move him, Dell? We need no. to move him down. He's a front court player. What about Sub, uh, Sabonis? I don't know that he's. He was an All Star last year. Then he should be out this year. What about Carl Anthony Towns? That's the best record in the league. He will make the team. He's not. That's five. Yes. For sure, that's five. This is why I'm saying just giving him an All Star. It's going to be tough for sure. What about do. Paul George? I don't know how many games he's played, but Paul George has played thirty-one games on a. Alperin's ba- played thirty-four on a good basketball team. But go, go yeah. look at the numbers. Well, let's look at Paul George's numbers. Kawhi sure is pretty good. Twenty-nine. Tell me Paul this George's year. numbers. He's t- twenty-three, five, and four. Okay. Yeah. Now go look at he's he's twenty-one, eight, and for Kawhi. No, no Alperin. Alperin. Oh, Alperin. Twenty-one, eight and a half, and four. Mm-hmm. He's done a four assists a game. Uh no assists hold on um I got damn it um and while you're looking at that Paul George is shooting over forty percent from three over forty five percent from the floor he's averaging five point two a game uh Alpi's got five point two assists a game yeah he's got <laughs> yeah. more than Paul well yeah. Paul yeah but Paul's not that's not Paul's but what, game he's a big man well, he's a I, forward. Carl Anthony Towns, I, I, I just don't know that there's room for. Yeah, him. that's what I'm saying. What about uh, what about Zion? What about Zion? Shut up. Okay, how many games has Zion played this year? Is has he gotten to thirty? No. Yeah, Zion has played twenty nine. I know. He and Alpi's played thirty four. I mean, it's not like it's it, like he's not been that on the big court. of a difference. Yeah. But how big? But what's the? Uh, you can't play. Uh, can you imagine something could? I mean. Something bad could happen with him. What about Brandon he... Ingram? Why are you trying to find ways to get our guy the, off the all The All-Star problem for team? Alpi is there are like a lot to of find everybody. front court players on better teams who are playing pretty well. It's the All-Star game. There's going to be competition, particularly against a 21-year-old. Lakers get that one a, player. That's probably not the case with the Lakers. Against a 21-year-old who not a lot of people have paid attention to until this year. He gets a lot of love from people. Paul George would willingly give up his spot for Alperin. That's how much he loves Alperin Shagoon. <laughs> well, That's all he does is talk about Alperin Shagoon. Well, the All-Star game is where? And that guy's the ultimate hype man for Alperin. I, I think it depends on where the game is. He may opt out because the game isn't in a great location. Where's the All-Star is game Is it is it, is it Utah? No, that no, was last, last year. Where is it? I, is it in, in Indiana? Oh, it is. Well, it is so, in Indiana. So Alperin might make it because people say, I don't want to go there. Yeah. 
Why would people not want to go to Indiana? It's not a. It's in, not really a. In February. Yeah. Why? Indiana in February is perfect. <laughs> yeah, sounds I'll great. I'll be there. If you. I'll be there in Indiana in, in February. Do you know that in the Super Bowl in, uh, in the Super Bowl he, in New Orleans? He just committed to the NBA All Star Game in Indiana in February. I think. He's, yeah, because I'll be at the combine. He'll be at the combine. Oh, he will be. Yeah, I'll be at the combine. I'm out there every February anyway. Um, so we were at. Didn't they move that combine yet? This year and next year, it's for sure in Indy, and hopefully it stays there. But uh, we were at Super Bowl in New Orleans. Me and uh, uh, my, a buddy of mine, John Pollard, was there, and he had a friend who came with him, Rocket or Sprocket, something like that. So we were walking around the French Quarter, and he goes, hey, you I'm you friends with – No, who's the guy that was in Caddyshack 2? Um, no one knows. No one's yeah, seen the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's the actor. S- yes, you saw him. No one. Jonathan Gold. Yeah. Jonathan Silverman. Okay. Jonathan Never Silverman. saw it. Don't You've know. seen him. If you Googled his face, you'd say, oh, yeah, I've seen him before. So Jonathan Silverman is the only person who actually owns, is, is, is residentially owned property on Bourbon Street. He's got, a, he's got an apartment above. And so my buddy, John Pollard, got to know him. They were hanging out. They were, on the, they were both on the field as friends with the New Orleans, you know, mm-hmm. connections with the Saints. And they met each other, and he goes, hey, if you ever want to stay here, i got a place in the French Quarter. He goes, I, I'll tell you what the code is. You can get in. So we were there hanging out, and one of the guys that his buddy met, there were some girls down there, and his buddy, who was single, was talking to these girls, and we're down there looking at them from the balcony. And we were like, we came down, and we were getting ready to walk down the street to have a drink. Like, who are you talking to? He goes, they were strippers. I'm like, those are strippers. Yeah, they're from Indianapolis. He goes, all the strippers fly in for yeah, yeah. you know for the Super Bowl, and I'm sure they do the same thing for the uh, Sugar Bowl. I'm like, they have strippers in Indianapolis. Yeah, they got strippers everywhere. What are you nuts? You don't think strip and clubs exist in. in Indianapolis? Yeah. What are you nuts? But the, but but it was like you know what? more decent than expected. What? Like, what do strippers in Green Bay look like? I don't. Do know. they have a stripper club? <laughs> do they have a gentleman's club there? I'm sure, they do. Yeah, they do. And I never went there. Never. I, I, yeah. Do you think even the players go there? They just go to Milwaukee, no, probably. No, 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 no. I got a story to tell you during the break. <laughs> you got to talk about underdog fantasy. I'll tell you about underdog fantasy. It's basketball season. Well, look, we've got playoffs going on coming up for football. So I, I don't want to not talk about that. I mean, the great thing about the pick 'em challenge is you can mix and match your sports. Did you know you can you can go look at. Uh, a football player. You can go look at, okay, C.J. Stroud. We're going to go higher on his touchdowns of 1.5. We're going to go lower on Jonathan Taylor's rushing yards of, you know, 73.5. I'm just making up the numbers on that one. And then we're going to go higher on assists for Alperin Shingoon of whatever, 5.5. You can go higher or lower on the statistics that you find. But go find, there's multiple statistics for every player. Go find the statistic that you feel like is the weakest and go either higher or lower on it. If you pick all the winners and you can pick between two players all the way up to five players, you are going to win. You win multipliers of your money. You start at two and plays three times the amount. If you pick all five of them correctly, for example, you get 20 times your original play. It's completely legal. It's real cash. And yes, right here in Texas, people are winning real money with underdog fantasy. It's such an easy app to use. Download the app. Very intuitive. Great front end. So you're, 
you're you're you'll get to where you want to go to quickly. You can check out all your great daily fantasy options, but the Pick'em Challenge is where people are making some really good money. Use promo code Lance on your first deposit, and they are going to match your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. But you must use promo code Lance, and you must be eighteen or older and present in the state wherever wherever Underdog Fantasy operates. Certain terms and conditions apply. If you feel like you have a gambling problem, call 800-GAMBLER or go to ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dog Show. Dog Show! I am joined by my delicious friend, Mr. Rocky Balboa. And I'm, of course, joined by Mr. Bojangles. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Uh, five stars coming up uh, in the next segment, and then we've got um, then we got uh, news of the weird coming your way. There's some weird stuff going on in the world, people. There's really weird stuff going on in the world. So we weren't able to get Alper and Shingun. I don't think we can get him into the All Star Game. We'll see. We're going to work. We're working on it. We're working on it here, okay? Um, Astro, I hear, are you, where are you on the Astros not doing anything? I mean, we, I mean, I'm just. I don't want to just I'm, say same I'm old, resolved same old, to but the, No, it's I'm, not same old, same old. They've done stuff in the past. They've done stuff. It's, it's, uh, I'm to the point right now where it's, uh, I mean, I don't want to say it. People think I'm being too negative, but I just feel like there's this, um, there's I kind realiz- of don't want them to go over the cap, though. There's a realization se- setting in that, you know, when you hear you're in, you're you're in a bathtub, whether you're a grown person taking a bath, or you're in a, or you're a kid, in that, in the early stages where you started a, you know, you lift up the drain and you hear the noise, but you can't really tell anything's going down. I feel like I feel like the drain's been opened up, and it's just slowly the water's draining out of who the Astros were. Um, there's a chance to replenish. You can turn the water on with prospects. And if they make it up to the big team, I don't know who they're going to be yet. I mean, I know the names, but let's see if these guys become players. And if that happens, then good. Your your methodology has a chance to work again. But right I now, think I they're going like to the regret the Drew Gilbert having to give them, him up to the Mets. I think they will, too. Yeah. And Although Jacob Melton looks like he's going to be a player. We'll see. Well, they did that so that they could get, you know, they, they, won, a super, they won a World Series with Justin Verlander. Now people will complain about how he pitched in a World Series. He actually had a good second game after giving no, up no, no, a no, no. laser. They just gave up Gilbert now to the, this time. Oh no! He came wait, back. wait! 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 Yeah. 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 No! 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 Yeah. I'm getting no, get, no, to no. get him back to get him back. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God! It ran. I mean, it's back to back seasons. Like, oh wait, that's right. They had to get him back, but that was in 2022 mm. where they still had him for real. Yeah, but they still did it to get Justin back. Right. 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 Which. You know, Which, he, he pitched well. He was. They were a game away. I don't know that he's the. I don't know. Yeah, they were a game, game away. So, well, I just saw. But but you say that. I just saw a story. How much the Twins are going to regret the Carlos Correa deal? Yeah, they are. They're you we know knew that. So, so maybe you know some of these decisions of letting people go. Springer's been fine. You still have been you know. Garrett Cole, you probably would be, would be nice per, to have A him. high percentage. It would be nice to have A high Garrett percentage Cole. of the high-dollar deals are regrettable. That's just the reality. If you go look 
at the history of free agency, some of the higher deals are regrettable yep, deals because yep, yep. they don't. You're paying full on retail price. And you know, I don't mind that our owner is not you know just crazy and just. I don't you know mind what? it either. But after year after year after player after player after player from your core, the drain is. It's draining water's draining from the tub, and it's going to be up to them to put more water in there with prospects. What if, what if I told you? I mean, there's one name. the The bullpen has been is a problem because they really haven't added much at all. You know, a guy here and a guy there that are you know, and oh by the way, JP France or Hunter Brown, one of them is going to go to the bullpen, whatever the case may be. So you got you bolstered it a little bit there. But but there's a name you're forgetting about, and the name is Bennett Sousa. You remember? Oh, we talked about him, yeah. Yeah. Bennett Sousa came in, and he was fantastic. Five games, six and third innings, zero runs, one hit. He struck out eight. Bennett Sousa's a guy that, you know what? He probably won't pitch like that again. But we'll see. You know what? We're going to find we'll, – we'll certainly find out, won't we? But I'm just I, – I hear guys, you know, that are disgusted with the Astros offseason – this was the writing. Dana Brown has been hitting at this for since he got here. Hey, you know, that market out there, it's really, really tough. I'm not sure. Well, we got the competitive balance tax. You know, we just, I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to overspend for stuff, you know. I mean, I, I am result. And you know what? If. If guys actually pitch the way that they're supposed to, if guys actually hit the way that they're supposed to, Jeremy Pena, um, then we're the, the Astros are going to be just fine. They're going to be right in the mix and contending and back to the ALCS again for the 20th consecutive year or 22nd, whatever it is. They're going to be back in the ALCS again. I just think your your margin for your margin for error, your margin for injury, your margin for down seasons is just really eroding. I think that's my biggest concern is it's going to be hard to fade another Jeremy Pena you know, up and down season. It'll no, be he's got to be better. Alex Bregman disappearing for half a season to start the year off. Like, that stuff is going to be hard. I don't think you can fade that stuff as easily because there's there's not as much leeway now. Um, not, to, not, not to say that you won't be competitive and you won't have a chance to compete at the highest level. It's just when the water's starting to drain out of that sink, your tub's just not as full. And it's going to be up to Dana Brown, really, to, to refill the tub with quality club control players that's the method that the method that 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 the astros have used is the most sustainable method um and it gives you the chance to win at the longest time and it's it's a cost effective model it's not great for people who like to buy jerseys of their favorite players because there's a good chance your favorite player will be walking i mean Mm -hmm. that's the reality justin verlander eventually walked uh um obviously uh um oh pitcher for the yankees um Gary Cole. Gary Cole walked. Georgie walked. Carlos walked. Tucker's probably going to walk. Bregman's going to walk. It's the model. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. But the best model for winning, if you if you value team over player, is club control. That's the best model. So and that's what Jim that's trained what us into. It's you what... got to evaluate and develop well. It's it's a non-starter. It's what they you do. have to. All right, five stars next right here on. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. He's going to give you some winners this weekend. I got a winner for you. I got Daisy Brent. Okay. It, I got mine yesterday, and it's awesome. I I love my, my French onion dip. 
Now, they have a French onion dip, and they got a cool ranch. And it is a, it's a creamy ranch dip, and it's a French onion dip. And when you're having a party, French onion dip, to me, is, is a must at your party. And now I've got a brand that I really, it's so creamy. It's so good. They use all kinds of great, great uh, ingredients, natural ingredients that are just, it's, it's really, really fantastic. I really, it's, I think French onion dip is addictive. And, and if you're a creamy ranch person as well, these are just fantastic. I mean, different dips are, you know, I mean, you, you can get a bad dip. There's no bad dip here. This is made by Daisy. Daisy sour cream, and it is it's they're fantastic. They're fantastic. So if you're looking for when you're watching your your games or your whatever you're doing, what other kind of stuff, just sitting around and you're eating chips, DaisyBrand.com slash dips. DaisyBrand.com slash dips. ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. Here, your family. I don't have friends. I got family. Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert, the other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. All righty, time for Five Star in Vegas to join the show here on ESPN. And, okay, so. I don't know what it, I don't know who you had who who'd you have See, I don't think that there was a wrong side in the Alabama Michigan game cuz Alabama should have won that game. If you had Alabama, you should you should have won that bet. Or you absolutely Nah, I gave, nah won we gave up Michigan on the wagering world. We gave up Michigan Dino and I gave up Michigan uh when they actually first dropped the college football playoffs. Don't tell me you weren't and, sweating that one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I thought we were dead, but uh, I did also pass out. I got a group of guys that listen to uh, uh, the show here, and also listen to my podcast that uh, I called the DM crew. Wanted to get some good energy going, so I got all the guys off for X, and uh, we took the first half over uh, twenty-two and a half, and we ended up hitting that one by the skin of our teeth as a fifty-yard field goal kick is made by Alabama. So we got that. Then we had Michigan money line that we gave out on the show, and then of course you guys know I've been riding Washington. Y'all got a ticket on them plus eighteen hundred uh, to win the Natty, and I gave them out on the show to money line Texas as well. Uh oh, you had you had money line Texas. You almost no money line Washington. Oh, no, the Husky. Oh, plus one sixty, <laughs> plus one sixty. Yeah. And I got to be honest with you, I'm just going to tell you, national championship. It's once again it's four four and a half. I, I I think the only play you can play is Washington. That's just my personal feeling. But they've been the best team all year. People yeah, are still I, putting I, them I, inside of the Pac-12 little dome because the Pac-12 is known for being a strong conference for not having physical play. But Washington's a different type team, man. They have a pro quarterback, and they have probably an NFL head coach if he decided to be one in Caleb okay, before. So. We get I'm going the other way, guys. You're going uh, Michigan? I'm going Michigan. Listen, that yeah, off, that, that that defensive line. I know that Washington's offensive line is cohesive and everything. That what they did to Alabama's offensive line. Secondly, Washington's defense has been bad this year at times. Bad. It's and, bad. And Texas didn't take advantage of it. I think Michigan's McCar- going to run McCarthy it. Is McCarthy the quarterback to Michigan's take advantage? Michigan's going to run exactly. it. Exactly. JJ McCarthy's not going to take advantage. No, of but Corum is. Well, and Texas actually nope. ran the ball effectively. But you have to. Here's the problem. 
if they start, if you don't get to the quarterback, if you don't get to Penix, and he's they protect well, he is going to eat you up, man. I have never good offense beats good defense nowadays, John. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's four and a half. If you told me the game was Michigan two, I'm looking at it different. But we're pushed all the way past four, and I'm just I'm just looking at Washington plus the points. But I do want to ask you this, both of you guys, all three of us, Dell, you as well. Look, the votes are in when the votes are in, and hindsight is twenty twenty, and recency bias is real. But did the Heisman voters get it wrong? Should it have been Penix? Is there too much of a push for a multiple loss LSU team? Uh, with Jaden Daniels. Jaden had a great season, but Jaden also plays for an LSU team that, you know, has more attention on it than Washington, who people just dismiss as being soft and whatever. Washington's still undefeated. Um, did we did we as a fan base, did the media in general, did people not put enough stock into Michael Penix? Should he have been the Heisman Trophy winner ahead of Daniels? I personally think that um, Daniel should have won the trophy. I do too. Uh, just because of the numbers he put up, and then you know the LSU alumni is, is powerful, so they were you know putting in their work behind the scenes, putting the money up, and also and that's what I mean. Like he up. had yeah. Jaden had that so, working but, for him, no question. Yeah, but Michael Penix benefited from the most because I talked about that on the show as well. That even with we know that he could have easily won the Heisman, it's more motivation for him to win than Addy. And that's what really matters. So I think in the long term, it ended up working out better for him, kind of like it did for Vince, where now he's really motivated to show the world he's the best player in the country. we got five-star with us here on ESPN 97.5. And you're going to break down the national championship on your show tomorrow? Yes, sir, I will. But we'll be podcast only tomorrow. But you guys, as usual, um, showing those guys to have it up for the people real early, probably about 4 p.m. tomorrow. So you guys make sure you tune in. That way you can get it on the uh, 97.5 page and get right on it, man. Get your workout on, you know, drive, whatever, and listen to it, and I'll give you guys a complete breakdown of the game. But I will I can tell you that now for the listeners out there. They already know I'll be on Washington Plus uh, the points. Um, so that's Wagering World, and it's a podcast only. All right, we're going to NFL now, and nobody had a hotter run, not last year but the year before. And it's is yeah. that still up as your Twitter thirteen and zero? No, no, I took it. No, I took it down. I took it down. Uh, but we're gonna let's try to make a new one this year, guys. Let's try to do it again this year. It's a new year. We've been rolling this year, man. We're like, I think I'm eighteen and two on the, my last twenty. Uh, the end of the year, we've been on five for 2024, man. So a lot of guys have been benefiting from it. That uh, follow X that's a part of the Supreme clientele to join, man. And let's just keep it rolling for the the guys listening as well. All right, who you got? I'm going with the Steelers minus four, man. I expect uh, Harbaugh to play it safe in this one, keep all the starters out of action, at least the ones that, you know, uh, the stars of the team. Uh, the the Ravens, they have a Super Bowl-worthy team this year, man. It would be disastrous if they lost any of their major um, uh, contributors, you know, in this last week of the season. So I don't see them taking this game that, that seriously. Uh, the Steelers have all the motivation. They got all the momentum. Uh, Mason Rudolph has been playing really well. The Steelers have found the offense. They averaged 32 points in the last two games. Um, quickly, uh, George Pickens is finally getting passes thrown his way. You know, he's kind of like Antonio Brown, uh, special talent, but he has the ability to take over the game, even though we know he's a head case. But we know that Mike Tomlin really knows how to handle players like that. He gets the best out of them. You got Jalen Warren, who's brought really some juice to that Steelers running game. And then, you know, T.J. Watt, uh, he's going to always be had that defense ready, leading the league again in sacks for 17. The Steelers are on a must-win 
position to make the playoffs. Uh, and another thing that we got good going for us is Pittsburgh Steelers back. This is the first game on the slate uh, Saturday. So it'll be the first NFL game. The Steelers won't be bored watching. They won't be concerned about, are we really you know, playing for something? So we're going to get the best version of the Steelers. Also, the Steelers are 7-3 and three against the spread in the last uh, two matchups. And they also won three straight outright in Baltimore. So give me the Steelers minus four. All right, Steelers minus four. Well, you can't get any better than Mason Rudolph. So there you there you have that. Packers. Why has he been on the bench? Oh my goodness! I guess Tomlin must didn't like him. He he can play a lot better than Trubisky. I can tell you that, that. That's true. But Pickett's healthy allegedly, and he's not playing. But here's the deal: they're winning. Just I mean, stay with the high with, hand. You got to go with stay who with can the win. Hand. This is this is an yeah. interesting time for you though. Uh, because there are some games that are meaningless, and you try to yeah. pick on a combination of meaningful team versus maybe a team that might not be showing up. Uh, but, of course, you don't want the line to rally out of control on you, which a lot of times will happen the last week of the season where the lines just spiral out of control. Do you recommend playing games earlier in the week? Like this might be an example of earlier in the week. So that if you wait too long, five-star, you've seen this before, Man, somebody may be thinking the way you are, and if you want to wait until a Sunday, it, it can be too late. Yeah. Or a Saturday, whatever the case may be. Yeah, the Ravens game might be up to like six. I'm, I'm thinking by the time kickoff starts. So in that case, you would uh, want to bet early. Most of the time I bet late, but in the scenarios you spoke of, Lance, where you got two teams you know, with different goals for the last week of the season, if you got a team that's getting healthy, trying to stay healthy, excuse me, for the playoffs, they're, they're already in. Of course, you want to bet early because you know they're not going to play their starts and the number's going to change before the game kicks. All right, what's the other game? Let's go with the Packers, man. We'll go Packers minus three in money line uh, versus the Bears. The Packers are in a very uh, familiar position, same way like last year, the final week of the season. Uh, for, for the second straight year, they have a win-in uh, scenario. Uh, once again, a division rival. Uh, last year, they lost to the Lions. This year, they need to get past the Bears. They've won nine straight, 17 of the last 20 against the Bears. The difference between last season and this season is Aaron Rodgers is no longer the quarterback. Uh, Jordan Love is a future star in this league, in my opinion, and his offense is really rallying around him. Even with the injuries that he's had, uh, he's missed both his running backs for some time. He can't keep all the receivers uh, intact, but he still has been able to produce recently. Uh, he's got a real connection going with Jaden Reed. Unfortunately, Reed had a rib injury. Uh, last week, so we don't know if he's going to play or not. But they will be getting back uh, Christian Watson, and Christian Watson is exceptional. Uh, Justin Fields for the Bears, he's improving, uh, but still, I, I just don't trust him in the passing game, man. Fields has real problems uh, with Green Bay. In his short career, he has five starts against them guys. He's 0-5 and has thrown seven interceptions. I know that Matt Eberflus is fighting for his job, but Matt LaFleur is really a creative coach. He's one of the coaches I really respect his game. Uh, plans, and I think he'll have his team really ready to play. Uh, Bo Milton and um, Lee Keith have stepped up uh, in the absence of uh, Christian Watson and Jaden Reed, and I think they do it again. Uh, I just like the, the Packers and where they're heading right now, man. Uh, if the Packers beat the Bears to make the playoffs, they'll actually be the youngest playoff team in the NFL since the 16-game schedule began in 1970. So I'm going with the Packers winning line and Packers minus three at home in Lambeau. There you have it. So you got Packers. And you have Steelers. Steelers. But I do. Steelers. I know it's not necessarily a pick or you would have given it to us, or maybe you're going to talk about it somewhere else. But kind of how are you looking at this Texans-Colts game? Because this is it's tricky. Colts beat you the first game, but it's a totally different scenario for both teams now. Minshew, 
has done an admirable job. Not great, but admirable. And then C.J. Stroud is back and has looks like he's getting back into form. Um, Texans on the road. Like, how do you see this? And this is really interesting. And John and I talked about this. This is one of those games that if you win it, you create the momentum of being a playoff team when you start next year. It, there's real value in that. Even if you weren't going to win your first playoff game, the value of making the playoffs for these young players is yeah. really important. Yeah, very much so. The Texans I'll be watching as a fan, as you guys know, I'm a Saints fan, I'm a Texas fan, and uh, the, the Texas, man, they are dealing with a new territory as a franchise, and we're going to notice this in the years coming as we bet on them and follow them. Now they're going to have to deal with not only beating the team that they're playing, but also uh, beating the public. 92% of the uh, public is betting on the Texas this week, so that's a stay away from me. And 76% of the public is on the money line because C.J. Stroud is a really popular player, man, and the guys who really bet this sport understand now that he's a, a game changer. So it's a lot of money that's going to be on them. Uh, on the total side, uh, the games went over in the last two matches, but the prior six have all went under. But the last five games of Lucas Oil Field have gone over. The pretty high total at 47 and a half, but the coach did his 30th against the run. I don't know if the Texans can find a running game. If they can, it'll help them a lot. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this as well. The Texas had a 200 to 1 Super Bowl odds before the season. Uh, they were tied with the Cardinals for the worst in the NFL, and literally nobody saw a potential uh, playoff run coming. So they would be only the fifth team to make the playoffs with a 201. Uh, 200 to one or larger uh, preseason title odds since the 197 day merger. So, man, I mean, 197 day schedule turned to 16. And all that I say this, I'm just enjoy it. I want the Texas to win, but it's a funny, funny, funny game to me because a lot of public's going to be on the Texas. So I'll just, I enjoy it. And I'm going to just say, go Texas. All right. There you have it. Packers, go Texans, and Steelers right here. And Washington Pasta. plus four and a half as a gimme. Wade, we'll talk about that next week, John, when we get on of a rookie. We will. Talk a little trash to you because Michigan's going down. I don't, <laughs> I, we'll see, brother. Uh, right, brother. That's uh, that's Wagering World tomorrow podcast. So uh, listen in yes, and he'll sir. get more picks for you uh, tomorrow right here. Happy well, New Year, guys. Thank on the you. podcast. Happy New Year to you. There's five star every week right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Time for me to talk about GiveMeTheVin.com. My man, John Clay Wolf. That's what he does. I heard the spot just a little while ago. He was talking about it. I just like, I just love to buy your car. That's what I like to do. He loves to give you that money for that car. He loves to pay you more. He is going to get less when he sells it at auction, but that's okay by him. He does a billion, a billion in in sales and 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 buying and selling. I think it. I think he said by the time it's done, it's like two billion in business, but. He doesn't have all that much money because he's working on margins, okay? He's giving you more. He's losing on some. It's like, I mean, he, he hits some and he misses some. But he's giving you more for your vehicle. So one of the things that you have to do, no matter what, is when you're selling your car, you have to go to GiveMeTheVin.com. That'll be a baseline for you. Now, I've heard some people say, well, I got more over here. Well, you never came back at him and said, hey, I got more over here. What are you going to give me? Okay, because he will give you more. He's not going to get beat by CarMax. He just ain't going to get beat. Otherwise, he'll send you $100. So if you're looking for the best way to sell your vehicle, give it, sell it to the guy that's going to give you more at GiveMeTheVin.com. ESPN 97.5. Stop being a f-ing baby. Oh, the signal, it's, it's all staticky. 
Time now for news of the weird with John and Lance. Weird. Weird. John and Lance weird. News of the weird. News. News. All right. First up, guys. U.S. Customs had to tell Indian travelers, don't carry cow dung in your luggage. Have you ever been told not to carry cow dung in your luggage? No, no one's ever told me that. I mean, I'll be honest, that's... Has I mean, there been a need to tell you this? No, I've, uh, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to put it in a Ziploc and wrap it. <sighs> yeah. If I'm going to bring it with me, but I haven't, at this point, I haven't. Not cow dung. Mm-hmm. I don't have a cow. Uh, but it's, is it sacred my grandparents, too? The cows are sacred, right? Are they? Is the dung sacred too? I mean, is this? You can't just love one thing. You have to love the whole yeah, person. The whole, the but whole it's thing. Not, but it's, it's refuse. I don't know. I don't know. I've, you never had to tell me that. Yeah, right. I never had to be. It's weird stuff going on in England. First of all, a wedding DJ has admitted he and his buddies, apparently, they videotape each other peeing on other people in the bathroom. So you're standing next to a guy at the urinal, and the guy's talking to you, and while the guy's talking to you, you're peeing on him. That's hooligan. See, that's hooligan behavior. Right but there. here's the deal. Scouse. Apparently, they were, it was overheard while he was doing it. Uh, the guy was telling him how he had cancer, and while he's ta- while he's while he's talking to him and urinating on him, he was like, "Okay, you got cancer, okay," and he's still peeing on him. It's, do you think that adds a little insult to injury? There? Yeah, what happened? Obviously, it got well, out. Well, he had to delete weird. all his accounts, and actually, he's been uh, he's facing charges. Okay, right? The DJ or his friends? The the DJ. See, this is why. I don't know what a scout is. He said is, we were drinking, and good, it's right? like we, what me and my boys like to do. This sounds like animal behavior. <laughs> this sounds like something you and your boys would have done. Yo, what's a scouser? A scouser is somebody who is from what area of England? Scouser. I have no idea. That's not a place. Mm. Um, I have no idea what a scouser is. But that sounds like English behavior. Like, uh, that's who we're oh, be. you know, me and my mates got out of this. Yeah. What'd you do? <laughs> oh, we took the piss. Literally. Apparently, it's, oh, uh, no. it's slang from... Liverpool, the Liverpool area. Oh, that's your yeah, people. You grew for Everton. Yeah, yeah, but Evertonians would never do that. No, yeah, Liverpool no, no, no. behavior. He, I, I think he said he was wearing an Everton jersey. Now that's the behavior of uh, where are they? Where are they? The North is where they're natives a of Liverpool. Okay. Scouser. So, so here's another story from England. A man had to plead guilty. Apparently, he runs a slap therapy workshop, and a 71 year old woman died during therapy it's therapy in which you are slapped or you slap yourself repeatedly in order to i don't know i don't know oh it was to help her type 1 diabetes do you feel like getting slapped repeatedly will help your type 1 diabetes does it help the creation of insulin no one knows no one. Well, that person, obviously, the guy who set that up, is he must have some intel that other people don't know about. If you have diabetes, do you think you should slap yourself repeatedly? No. Okay. All right, I got a buddy that's got type 1 diabetes. Don't slap. I'd like to slap him repeatedly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but... You're not going to. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Okay, so a Pennsylvania company left four thousand had $4,000 worth of cash on the counter. Dog ate it. They retrieved... $3,500. We have to. Yeah. They said, 
It no. smelled so bad. All you do is you just take a hose, you wash it down, and then you put it in a... Here it is. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you got 3500 back. Do you... Do you want do to that. go to Pennsylvania now no, and get that money? That's not the question you're asking. Would well, you I don't do want it? that money. Would you do it, though? What? I would definitely clean it and use Yes. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Yeah. There right. is no other option. Do you know that I was passed a counterfeit $10 bill in New Orleans? No. I just found out. that Who's making $10 counterfeit bills? The valet bills? driver at the hotel. I don't know. The valet driver at the hotel. Um, I said, do you have change for this 20 And I said, uh, just give me 15 back. He gave me a 10 and a 5. I, the 10 is a little off color, but whatever. And uh, I didn't think anything about it. I got home, and as I'm taking it out of my pocket, I'm kind of pulling, I'm, I'm pulling it and putting it somewhere. And the bill, like, rips easily. Like, I never remember a, a, a bill ripping this easily. Uh, and I'm feeling it, and it's like, wait, hold on. Scouser? You got it, Scouser? Yeah. You do. You brought it with you? Let me see. Yeah, I got to pass it off. Check the, uh, Dell. do you want $10? Check the 5 and the 10. No, There's I don't the want $10. Five. There's the 5, now check the 10. You see where the 10, I had to tape it? Yeah, yeah. No, no, now you got to. Just feel it. Who's making $10, though? They're, New Orleans, Everybody I guess. checks $100 bills because it's worth it. $10 bills? You know how many you, you got to make? Probably no one checks it, though. Yeah, that's true. You can get away so with it. So check, that. but yeah, it, you feel, feel it feels different, doesn't it? 100% somebody passed me a yeah. counterfeit bill. Good for you. Good on yeah. you. Pass it on. It's a, did, I would it, never did it come do, out of a dog? No, I would uh, never do. I would might have come out of a dog. You don't know. All right, we're done. Paul Galan is next. He see. He just smelt it to see. I, I just. <laughs> he just smelt it? <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's not counterfeit. <laughs> I don't want to just start tearing money up. I, I thought, think it's I thought counterfeit. he knew it was. Apparently, of course he did that know. He didn't you know. think he went through but the it proper? Feels uh, different. Ask John. One of them feels like uh, paper. One of them feels like money. The same. I'm pretty sure it's. Real. Yeah, John was like, "Yeah, sure, they feel different." He's yeah. like, "Whatever." We'll so, see if it works at Burger King. Why don't you? I'm just kidding. Why don't you send it to Underdog and find out? No, you can't just now. What, well, here's what Underdog does let you do: you can deposit as little as ten dollars, and no match that ten dollars. Your ten will turn into twenty. Maybe you just want to put $10 in Underdog Fantasy. Well, go to underdogfantasy.com, or more importantly, I know you got a smartphone. Just download the Underdog app in your Google or your Apple store, um, you know, your, your app store. And then they make it so easy for you to get into the game and enjoy yourself. The Pick'em Challenge gives you a chance to pick between two and five players. Go find the weakest stats you can find that, you, that are exploitable and go higher or lower in that. You can mix and match your different sports. You can pick up to... Uh, five players where you go higher or lower, you typically win 20 times your original play. But, you know, there are some boosters in there as well that you're able to play. So you might want to look into that as well. Use promo code Lance on your first deposit. That's how they'll match double your money up to $100. And the great thing about Underdog Fantasy is that this is real money. It's real money. It's completely legal right here in the state of Texas. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the games even more. Must be 18 or older and present in the state where Underdog operates. Terms and conditions apply. If you believe you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or go to ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. We control the spice. The worm is the spice. The spice is the worm. Bye, bitch.